Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, the whistleblower dreaded air quotes complaint is now out for the world to see. Mm. Folks, this was a professional hit on Donald Trump. Make no mistake. I read it before the show this morning. We are going to get into that. I am going to decipher for you exactly what is going on here. Why Donald Trump mentioned CrowdStrike, what they're really hiding in Ukraine, what the whistleblower complaint says and doesn't say. I promise you at the end of this show, your eyes are going to be open. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, good to see you hey! again. Thanks for all your hard work on the oh, road. You're welcome, man. Good job out there, there on the is, road. folks. Huh? Nice work. Yeah. Thank you. Was was uh, was there was a lot going on. Thanks to everyone who showed up at my book signing in New York and Huntington. Uh, I want to recognize a lot everyone who showed up at Yvette who who drove hours to get there. Thank you. The woman from Texas who flew in from Texas what? sold over 500 books. I will be at the Vero Whoa. Beach Book Center tonight. Yeah, Joe, it was, it was very flattered. Yeah. A lot of people asked for producer Joe, by the way, uh, which I told you before the show. <laughs> um, and I have a book signing on Saturday, <laughs> Palm Beach Gardens, Barnes & Noble. Yeah. The information's up at the website. But uh, uh, And thank you to everyone who bought the book. And I appreciate yeah, you doing that. But today's an important show, and we've got to <laughs> move past that now and get to other stuff. Um, let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, only one week left for the summer inventory clearance sale from Chamonix. Right now, when you order GenuCell's jawline treatment, you get the Classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness free. That's right, free. Today, here's the famous Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama, raving about the results she saw with GenuCell. OMG, love this product. Saw a difference almost immediately. Would recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. All GenuCell products are amazing. It's time to stock up on the best skincare or try uh, or try the luxury and effectiveness of GenuCell at the best prices of the year. Everybody in my house loves GenuCell products. Your skin will look terrific. Results guaranteed are 100% of your money back. No questions asked. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell immediate effects. Immediate effects is also free. That's my mother-in-law's favorite. Order now and the legendary collagen builder is also free too. Go to GenuCell.com and enter Dan30 at checkout. That's three free gifts with your order. Only one week left, so order now. Go to GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Enter Dan30. It's a great product. You're going to love it, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, it's really, really good. All right, let's get to it, Joe. Missed that bell. Okay, first, before we get to, as I said before, the whistleblower complaint. Here's the really the core of it. It just came out this morning. I read through it. It's nine pages. It's basically a deep stater engaging in a professional hit on Donald Trump. How do you know it's a professional hit? The way it's cited, the way they use legal statutes, the way they contour the argument to make it appear that President Trump did something he didn't really Mm -hmm. do is obviously done in consultation with legal professionals and intelligence swamp rats who wanted wanted to make sure the president of the United States was deeply damaged by this. The whistleblower complaint, ladies and gentlemen, though, when you read it, is actually more damaging to the whistleblower than it is to the president because it points out things about Rudy Giuliani seeking information on Ukraine. And if you read it, you'll understand that the whistleblower is clearly trying to cover something up in Ukraine. All right. I'll get to that in a moment, okay? I'm going to get to all yeah, of got to explain, stuff. man. First, I, there's a lot of explaining to do. The best way I can frame what's going on right now and the media, the, the disgusting uh, coverage by the, the, the just uh, the, the, the disgraced media is let me get this straight now. You're pushing to impeach a president, Donald J. Trump, for looking into corruption, 
while simultaneously covering up the what I feel is undoubted corruption by someone running to be the president now in Joe Biden. It seems weird That's your a take. little bit. <laughs> seems a little you weird. Think? Little weird, Pee Wee. Yeah. Little weird, Joe. Yeah. So you want to, Donald Trump in this phone call. The phone call has now been released too. the transcript of the phone call. So um, let me see. What do we get to first? First, first, let's go to let's go to the Wall Street Journal, this article in the Wall Street Journal, the transcript of the phone call with the Ukrainians, where the Democrat media narrative is that Trump was pushing for them to investigate Biden and was withholding money unless they did it. You got it. Very simple. A quid pro quo. Something for something. Right. From the Wall Street Journal article, the Ukraine transcript fizzle. The phone call evidence isn't enough to annul a presidential election. Let's go to number one from the actual, uh, let's go to takeaway number one from the Wall Street Journal article. Was there a quid pro quo? In other words, it's funny. Someone texted me last night. What is quid pro quo? It's Latin, right? For something, for something. Mm -hmm. Was there a trade-off? Was Donald Trump saying to the Ukrainians, we won't give you this military aid if you don't investigate Hunter Biden? From the Wall Street Journal, which is no pro-Trump outlet, by the way, anymore. Here's the answer. The five-page transcript shows that Mr. Trump called to congratulate Mr. Zelensky, the new Ukrainian president, on his party's victory in parliament. After niceties, Mr. Trump waxes on, as he often does, that the U.S. spends a lot of effort and a lot of time on Ukraine while complaining that European countries don't do their share. Listen, listen to the key takeaway. At no point does Mr. Trump threaten a withdrawal of U.S. aid to Ukraine. Talking point number one by the Democrats that there was some quid pro quo deal. A we, you investigate Joe Biden or we're not giving you some money did not happen. At no point is that in the transcript showing you again. Oh gosh, we've got so much to All get right. to, but showing you again how the media's narratives over the last two or three days before we had the call, by the way, I still think releasing this transcript was a colossal mistake. It's already done. Can't cry over spilled milk. We clean it up. But the transcript is out there now. We can now read what was in the transcript. And it is now crystal clear that what the Democrats were telling you for days, Trump made this promise that, or made this illicit deal that you investigate Hunter Biden and we're not giving you this military money, Ukrainians, to help fight back the Russians in the eastern portion of your country. It didn't happen. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a myth. It is a fabricated fairy tale. You got it? Yeah. The quid pro quo argument is dead. The media, as always, is lying to you. They are making it up. They always make it up. Now, showing you how painful this must have been for the media folks who've been propagating this fairy tale that there was an illicit quid pro quo bargain offered by Donald Trump. Here are the lunatics at CNN. And listen to the pain in their voices as they have to admit that what they've been reporting on for the last week about this deal wasn't a deal at all. Check this out. Looking into election interference, and it is also significant that even before the president brought that up and said, I'd like you to do us a favor, he did talk about how much the U.S. has helped Ukraine. Now, the president has spoken about that publicly. He did at the U.N. this week. Uh, so he didn't specifically mention um, any the explicit quid pro quo of unless you do this, unless you investigate this, we're going uh, to withhold this military aid to you. Uh, all right. Um, Why are we here? That's what you all have been reporting yeah. for the last three days, right? And then I missed something on the road. Huh. 
You've all been reporting about some illicit promise and bargain and quid pro quo deal. And notice what she says, the CNN correspondent in there. Joe, she has to put a little caveat uh-huh. in there. She says, well, although it wasn't explicit, yeah. as if she's now a mind reader, yeah. Joe, because, you know, Joe, one of the things you and I both know about Donald Trump and forgive my sarcasm huh. in the beginning, but you and I both know this about Donald Trump, Joe, is he, he hides his emotions and he never explicitly everything's always in code. He never says yeah, that he's that not open about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, Trump, he's just not an open guy. Yeah. He doesn't say, any, you know, he, what he's thinking, he never says, you know, you mm-hmm. always have to decipher it. I mean, Joe and I, with Joe, obviously we're kidding. Like, tr- so Trump is talking to the Ukrainian president, and although there's no quid pro quo, yeah. she has to put the little proviso in there that, oh, well, maybe it just wasn't explicit. No, no, Joe, it was Trump again doing what Trump always does. This is so stupid. He was he, hiding his emotions. Yeah. He never, or hiding how he really feels. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. No quid pro quo, ladies okay. and gentlemen. They made it up yeah. like they make everything else up. Let's impeach him for a deal that was never made. Yeah. Takeaway number two from the Wall Street Journal piece, which is pretty comprehensive. And I'm using the journal today because this is not a pro-Trump outlet at all. Takeaway number two, the media allegation here, number two, other than the quid pro quo, was there was a favor asked by Trump and the favor was to investigate Joe Biden. Eh, wrong. From the journal. Mr. Trump does ask for a favor. That Ukraine look at 2016 election meddling. Joe, I thought that's what the Democrats wanted. Yeah. Quote, I would like you to find out, this is Trump talking to the Ukrainian president. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike, Trump said, referring to the company that investigated the 2016 hack of the Democratic National Committee. Two takeaways from Mm -hmm. this. Ladies and gentlemen, as again, Juan Williams said on The Five and others, they are not accurately, they're just, they either don't know or they're just not telling you the truth. And, and I can't figure out why they don't think they're going to get busted. The favor the president asked for was not to investigate Joe Biden's kid. That is not the favor. You're just making it up. You're just fabricating. It's a myth. You're lying. The favor he asks him, he says, hey, do me a favor. Look into this is Joe, I thought what the Democrats wanted. Haven't the Democrats, I'm not crazy, Joe, right? They've been telling us for the last two years now that election meddling was a big deal. Oh, it's a bad thing, Dan. So Donald Mm -hmm. Trump, uh, now, well, I guess now it is because the Democrats are unprincipled losers at this point. Mm -hmm. The ones on Capitol Hill, of course, I'm referring Mm -hmm. to. Totally unprincipled losers. They're just making things up. That was not the favor. The favor was to look at what the Democrats say they're interested in, election meddling. Now, he brings up CrowdStrike. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. I got a ton of emails on this. Dan, please explain to us why the president is bringing up CrowdStrike. Oh, you're not going to want to go anywhere for that little doozy. I'm putting it at the end of the show. Not to tease you, not to tune in later, not to play <laughs> games with you, but because I have to set everything up. So at the end, the the coup de grace is going to be devastating. Okay. Okay. Takeaway number three, the leftist commentators and everyone else. Oh, my gosh. President Trump brought up Rudy Giuliani. He's going to send Rudy's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York, obviously over to Ukraine. This is horrible. Eh, Wrong again from the Wall Street Journal piece. That is not what happened. Who brought up Rudy Giuliani? The Ukrainian president, not Trump. Quote, 
Only after that does Mr. Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, mention Mr. Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who's been publicly urging the Ukrainians to investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter's activities in Ukraine. Mr. Zelensky says, quote, he is hoping very much that the former New York mayor comes to Ukraine. He promises that all investigations will be done openly and candidly. Folks, you understand everything you've been told over the last three days has been a lie. There's no quid pro quo. There was no favor about Hunter Biden. We have the transcript. All of this is now a lie, totally debunked by Capitol Hill Democrat losers lied to you in conjunction with their bootlicking media sycophants surgically attaching their lips to the butts of the collective media. They are the horrible, awful people who could not even wait for the transcript to come out to call for formal impeachment proceedings. Good luck with that. I'll get to that in a second, too, how that's going to blow up. and already is. Trump did not bring Giuliani's name up. The Ukrainian president, after promising an open and candid investigation, I thought, Joe, that's what everybody wanted. Well, yeah. I, I guess not. No. Says he's the one who invites Giuliani over. Now, debunking the final liberal, nonsensical, maniacal, lunatic talking point. The DOJ had to look into this for a potential campaign violation. In other words, let me sum up the leftist complaint. Again, another lie. Well, Mr. Trump asked for a favor and a special deal to get his campaign opponent investigated, Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden's son. So therefore, that's a, that's a campaign donation from a foreign government. Okay, none of none of that is true. Last takeaway from the journal piece about the DOJ uh, and the DOJ's investigation of the campaign violation. Again, nothing, nothing they're telling you is true. Quote. Meanwhile, the DOJ says its criminal division evaluated the IG's referral that the phone conversation could be a violation of federal campaign finance law. A DOJ statement said the criminal division determined that, quote, there was no violation and that all relevant components of the DOJ agree all. Let me repeat this for liberals who have six foot thick skulls where facts can't penetrate composed of lead. All relevant components of the department agreed with this legal conclusion. In other words, no laws were broken. The IG will testify to Congress so we can compare his case to the DOJ's. I get it that you have vibranium skulls where like the information liberals comes in and the energy is absorbed and deflected away. I get that. But can you even read all relevant? So now you're saying the entire Department of Justice is corrupt. Everyone agreed there was no campaign violation. The whole, the, let me get this straight. The government you want us all to genuflect in front of with your big government liberal ideology, you trust over everyone else. You hate the private sector. Government is your messiah. But the entire relevant components of the DOJ that looked at this said there's nothing wrong here, but you're convinced you know better. Oh. So yeah. the government's corrupt? The government you're advocating we should expand and create more of. The whole government's corrupt. <laughs> I believe many components of it are. <laughs> you're making the opposite argument as you're simultaneously lying to the American people. You're disgraceful. What you did with this thing is an absolute disgrace. 
leaking the conversations of the president of the United States to humiliate this country and our president is, is disgusting. You people gross me out. You, are, I wash my hands after I shake some of these people's hands. I disinfect them with actual alcohol. I'm not kidding. If you see me on the road, that alcohol thing I carry, that's not gel. That's actual alcohol I put on my hands because you gross me out. These media, uh, the, these, the, these media frauds and the Democrat liars they work with lied to you for three days. Trump releases the transcript. Now the whistleblower complaint is out and it is now clear as day. This was a professional hit on the president. Now, you think this is working out for them? Ladies and gentlemen, this is blowing up in absolutely spectacular fashion. If I can tease tonight for Sean, I don't want to get too ahead of it, but Sean's show tonight, Hannity, I'm talking about it should be clear. Sean's show tonight. I know. Yeah. Sean's show tonight. <laughs> I know what Paul is. Um, he's going to have John Solomon on. John Solomon, who I know and respect, is going to have some information you may want to hear. I'll leave it at that. But if you think, why do I bring that up in context of what I just said? Because the professional hit on Trump was done to hide something. And they thought that Trump wouldn't release the transcript. Again, I still think that's a mistake. He did. Now it shows that the media lied to you for three days. The Democrats thought they were going to be able to play with this for a long time. The problem is it sets an awful precedent. Joe, mm-hmm. I was chatting with you before the show. Mm, Again, yes. one of the golden rules of this is never tell people you were chatting with someone before the show. I don't really care. It's kind of, we don't do the rules on this show. <laughs> but you said something to me, and I didn't at the time cite it because I wanted to talk about it on the show, and I, I didn't say hold it for later or anything. But Joe said to me, you know, Dan, people are getting really pissed off. Oh, yeah. Really pissed off. Really. The anger out there, folks, I'm not kidding, is palpable. I am not pretending that I have a sample size of tens of millions of people. I'm not a professional pollster, okay? But I'm telling you, I do get around. I've been in a few states in the last few days alone, talking to tons of people at airports, at book signings. I'm not suggesting it's a scientific sample size of liberals and Republicans. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just suggesting to you that the anger I can hear out there, these endless witch hunts, professional hits on Donald Trump, are boiling over, ladies and gentlemen, and people are red with rage and furious. Like I haven't heard, uh, I'm yeah. not even I'm getting goosebumps talking about yeah. it. They are redlined with rage. I am giving one last warning to the Democrats. This is going to boomerang on you and slam you back in the face with that boomerang so hard you're not going to know what hit you. You think, oh, he's just making this up. Let's put up the latest Rasmussen poll. Remember when Trump was down by 11 to Joe Biden just a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. What does Rasmussen say now? Oh, Trump 47, Biden 43. Nice job, morons. You idiots. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know some of you don't like grants. I'm, I'm. Moving on. Nice job. Morons. Morons. We warned you. Ladies and gentlemen, anger is a powerful motivator. 
It's not an excuse to take anything to the next level. I don't need to virtue signal anyone. You're responsible adults. You're conservatives. You're not liberals or Antifa, anti-First Amendment, violent maniacs. The way we air it is different. Some guy emailed me the other day. What are you suggesting? We just vote? Yeah, that's what I'm suggesting. What are you suggesting? You ready to give up? What, you don't want to vote? What, your protest is? I'm, I'm dead serious, Joe. A guy mm-hmm. emailed me the other day. What are you suggesting? We just vote? What are you? I'm suggesting you donate, show up, knock on doors. What are you suggesting? Uh-huh. That's how we do things here. That's how we won last. What did you think? This was going to be easy? And by the way, you audio, my audience is great. This is just directed at one person. It's it. Nobody mm-hmm. else. He's like, man, I'm suggesting people vote. No, no, everybody stay home and let the Democrats win. That's a great idea. This is going to be a, a, a decades-long battle to clean out this festering swamp of professional lunatics inside our government who have targeted this president. You thought this was going to be easy? What do you think? We're playing tiddlywinks here? I don't understand on one hand we can argue there's a deep state, and then on the other hand, argue that we shouldn't show up and vote to clean it out. Thank God the rest of my audience, you guys get it. You're warriors. And I deeply, deeply appreciate the men and women out there who are with us in this fight. But yes, I'm suggesting you vote. And ladies and gentlemen, anger is a powerful motivator. And us pretending the world is full of Pollyanna-ish good intentions and go, no, Joe, anger is not. We vote out of love. People (laughs) don't vote out of love, folks. They don't. You may love the president, but a lot of people are going to show up because they're really furious at what's happened to this guy. And I am too. Take this day, remember this latest professional hit, and use it as motivation to show up and change things. We can do this. We have done this, and we can do it again. By the way, you haven't heard the last. I just want to be clear on something, not to um, pat myself on the back either. There is a lot more coming out on Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, and not just Joe Biden and the Ukrainian scandal. I'm going to get to this in a little while. Don't worry. But the Ukrainian collusion with the DNC is devastating. Do not be surprised when you hear the names Marie Yovanovitch. Hmm. Don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. People in Ukraine were actively working against our president while pretending to help out the United States government. Hmm. I'm not holding back on you. I just, I'm a man of my word. Okay, moving on. Now I want to point out, so first we set up the argument. Argument number one, the first segment of the show, was setting up to you how the entire Democrat argument against Trump over this whistleblower is a fraud. No quid pro quo, no favor about Hunter Biden. The Ukrainians brought up Rudy Giuliani, and there is no DOJ case. They dismissed it. Copy. Now we're going to set up why the Democrats are complete Total frauds. Do not go anywhere. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at My Patriot Supply. When an emergency strikes, what's your first impulse? Run to the grocery store? Yeah, it's everybody else's first impulse, too. That's the problem. You may find barren shells. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to ensure your food supply. It makes no sense not to. You ensure everything in your life that matters your health, your teeth. People have eyeglass insurance, car insurance, home insurance. How do you not insure your food supply? 
You can't go seven, eight days without food. We're only, what did someone tell me? We're only four missed meals. I saw this quote, four missed meals away from total chaos. It's true. Yeah, I heard that. Folks, how do we avoid this problem? It's simple. Use today to prepare. Do you know it's National Preparedness Month? Make a plan. I have. I have boxes of my Patriot Supply emergency food because it matters. It's, it's crazy not to have it. I prepare with our friends at My Patriot Supply. They lead the preparedness industry with guaranteed two-day delivery. Disasters don't wait. Why would you? Act now, folks. You'll save $100. That's a big savings on a four-week emergency food kit. Folks, that's a basic emergency food kit. I have a couple of these. A four-week emergency food kit. When you go to this website, preparewithdan.com, that's preparewithdan.com. These tasty food kits last up to 25 years in storage, and they average over 2,000 calories a day. It's important. Order one today, receive guaranteed two-day delivery of free shipping to your door. It's better to prepare and not need than to need and not have, folks. Be ready for disasters now, not when they come and it's too late. Save $100 by going to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com, preparewithdan.com. Okay. And I'm trying to, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to balance my emotions here a bit <laughs> on the show. Again, my apologies for, but um, I'm... I'm just tired of this, what's happening yeah, as president. Man. I've never seen anything no. like it in American history. And the country's just, Joe sent me a, oh. an image before the show that got in my head. And he's right. It's just the country's entirely collapsing. Mm -hmm. And you can thank the Democrats and the media for doing it. And it's, and it's disgusting. Okay. So again, setting up earlier in the week that the Democrats and their media bootlicking sycophantic allies, these, these pathetic excuses who pretend to be journalists, um, they were saying, Joe, what was their case, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, requesting help on, on getting to the bottom of corruption in Ukraine from the president. Joe, requesting help yeah. from a foreign government on this transcript. Imagine we that. now so Joe, this is horrible. This is, yeah. So Joe, that's the, the yeah. they said that, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. No, no, you're not crazy. You've been following the news like yeah. I have. Um so so again. It's just what about it? No, yes, it is. It's absolutely what about ism. It's what about principles? So we're we're trying to set up the fact that the Democrats they jumped to the media and their media lunatic friends said this is bad, Joe. We should not be seeking help from the Ukrainians to get to the bottom of corruption. We shouldn't be doing that. Democrats, this is bad. You know, media people, this is really bad. Um, okay, interesting. Here's this letter from Senate Democrats. Uh, who's this to? Oh, uh, yeah, the Ukrainians. Oh. United States Senate, May 4, 2018. <laughs> Crazy how this happens. D directed to Mr. Yuri Lyshenko, uh, the general prosecutor of the Office of Prosecutor General of Ukraine. This is from, I have this, this is from a Senator Dickie Durbin, a hack Democrat, Senator Bob Menendez, uh, another hack Democrat, just got out of his own criminal trouble, uh, and Senator Pat Leahy, another hack Democrat. Let me just, I'm not going to read the whole letter. I just, I highlighted for you, youtube.com slash Bongina if you want to watch. I highlighted for you the second sentence. There, this is them writing to Ukraine, asking for help to target Donald Trump as strong advocates for a robust and close relationship with Ukraine. We believe that our cooperation should extend to such legal matters, regardless of politics. OK, dude, I don't know the sign. Illegal Hello, procedure. Down. 27 and a half <laughs> yards. Democrats. I, I thought you I, I thought you just told us. That seeking to root out corruption in Ukraine via U by U U.S. politicians looking for help, you just told us that was impeachable. That letter is signed by Dickie Durbin, Bobby Dominican Republic Menendez, you know what I mean, and Pat Leahy, one of the biggest frauds up there. They're Democrats. Mm -hmm. A year ago, seeking assistance to get information on Donald Trump. Yeah, that sounds bad, Dan. 
That sounds bad. <laughs> Do you have that Pee Wee Herman there? Weird, isn't it? <laughs> Seems weird a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I... Again, folks, whenever Democrat talking heads on TV say to you, that's what aboutism, embrace it. Of course it is. Because I'm asking you about your principles. You just said that. You just told me a minute ago that seeking foreign help, rooting out corruption or what you believe is a bad thing. Does the same rule apply to Democrats? The answer is, of course it doesn't. Because they're the benighted class and none of the rules apply to Democrats. Now, you see why I'm a little PO'd today, folks? Eh. How if you're uninformed, which the overwhelming majority of liberals are because they're vaccinated to facts, how when you're uninformed, you make arguments that are absurd. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say, I agree that foreign interference in our election is a bad thing. But that's not what Trump did on the call. You can read the call yourself. The transcript is clear, and I'll get to pieces of it in a, in a little bit. The transcript is clear. He's seeking information on a, a, a corrupt activity we already know happened. Now, moving on. Section three of the Dan Bongino show that I have it broken down here. Pointing again to not just how the Democrats are total frauds, because they sent a letter to Ukraine seeking information against Trump, which you just saw yourself. The media are total frauds, too. Let's go to media fraudulent activity number one. Again, three days earlier, they told us this is impeachable. Donald Trump dealing with the Ukrainians to root out corruption. How horrible is that? So the media's principles, again, principles, Joe, <laughs> foreign interference, very bad. Let's go to this screenshot from a CNN article from a while ago, written by Jim Shudo and Pamela Brown. Oh, look at that. Oh. April 14, 2017. CNN politics headline. British intelligence passed Trump associates communications with Russians onto U.S. counterparts. Now. You may say, but Dan, that shows, look, CNN's exposing foreign interference in the election. No, 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 no. By the way, I delve into this in depth in my new book, Exonerated, not to throw in a shameless plug. I'm trying to stick with other stuff today. But in case you're looking for more, even more detail in it, it's in there. That piece with CNN that I just put up on the screen, they're not attacking the Obama administration for actively working with foreign governments to target Trump. Wait, Joe, I heard that was bad. Mm -hmm. We were just told early in the week that's impeachable. Yes, we were. We were just told that. That's an impeachable offense. That's not how this article's written. Just Google it yourself. Put that, that title in the shit. It comes right up. It's not gone. It's still up there. It wasn't retracted. In that article, Jim Shudo and Pamela Brown celebrate the fact that the Obama administration's got devastating information. Of course, it was hoax dossier stuff. That's what it was. It was all fake. Hmm. They celebrate it. So remember, Joe, when Trump tries to root out actual corruption in Ukraine mm -hmm. and get to the bottom of the known Democrat corruption, Biden corruption with a foreign government, very bad and impeachable. Okay. But when the Obama administration uses foreign governments to actually make up information to spy on their opponents that is roundly debunked and discredited, that's A-OK. -okay. Not only A-OK, -okay, mm -hmm. it's used to attack Donald Trump. Read the article. It's written like, 
these Obama administration, they're, they're such super sleuths. Look at this information mm. they got. It's celebratory. I'll write that down. Yeah, I am. Folks, Joe, the Republic yeah. is on life support. Yes, sir, Daniel. We are in serious third world Republic territory right now, ladies and gentlemen. We have deep state hacks professionally hitting the president of the United States in an effort to soft coup, dismantle, and empty the political bank account of the president of the United States to influence the next election. Folks, it's unbelievable. It, it really, we are living through, and I can tell in the listenership over the last few days, which has exploded, even though they were roadshows, mm -hmm. it exploded because people are looking for a primer on what's going on here. Moving on to show you again how the media are total frauds. Ladies and gentlemen, when Joe Biden wasn't running for president, or when they thought he wasn't, and the media thought they had a scoop to get a few clicks, they ran with a story. I'm going to put this up in a second. This is an older story from the New York Times. The New York Times a little while ago thought this Hunter Biden thing may have been a little fishy, Joe. Remember the story? Mm -hmm. Joe Biden goes to Ukraine. His son gets appointed to a board for the Ukrainian natural gas company. Contract is worth $50,000 plus a month. Sounds a little fishy, no? <laughs> Joe Biden's son then gets investigated for this deal because the Ukrainian prosecutor thinks the deal may have been corrupt. And then Biden's then on tape, as we played many times, pressuring the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor investigating his son. Yeah, son of a... Nothing to see here, folks. But Joe, it's interesting. The New York Times thought this was a little suspicious. Mm -hmm. They've now changed their story oh. and they think it's all a conspiracy theory now. So let's go back to the New York Times first version of events when Joe Biden was in no way running and they didn't they didn't want to hurt him then, of course. They reported on it then. James Risen, December 8th, 2015. Joe Biden, his son, and the case against the Ukrainian oligarch. Let's read a little bit from this piece. When they thought what was going on there was a little bit suspicious, but they thought Biden would never run, Joe, so there was no penalty. Okay. All right. From the New York Times piece. So Biden goes overseas to Ukraine to talk about an anti-corruption message. <laughs> That's a good one. So New York Times. But the credibility of the vice president Biden's anti-corruption message may have been undermined by the association of his son, Hunter Biden, with one of Ukraine's largest natural gas companies, Burisma Holdings, and with its owner, Mykola Zolchevsky, who was Ukraine's ecology minister under former vice, uh, former, former president Yanukovych before he was forced into exile. So let's just be clear. When Joe Biden, when there was no political penalty, the New York Times writes a story to appear their journalists about Biden and this thing seeming really shady. Mm -hmm. Smell test there, not so good. Woo. Now, all of a sudden, Biden's running for president and the New York Times is eager to squash their own story that had ah, this anti-corruption message may not look so good given the fact that they're being investigated for corruption. <laughs> hey, gee. Now, good catch, New York Times. <laughs> now they make the whole thing go away, buddy. We never heard. Goodbye. See ya. Bye now. Thank you. Have a nice day, story. Maybe, uh, Joe, you think it'd be a good idea? Maybe the New York Times follow up and try to get an interview with Hunter yeah. Biden? What do you think? Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. What would you call that? Would you call that journalism? Uh, yeah, I, I would. An attempt, yes, yes. You think if Donald Trump's <laughs> name was in there, Don Trump Jr.? You think if Don Trump Jr., Joe, had a lucrative contract with Burisma while his father was mm -hmm. president and they were investigating things in the Ukraine, you think they'd get an interview with Don Trump Jr.? Yeah, or I think we'd have to listen to his phone calls, you know? Something like that. I'll <laughs> very good. Very. 
<laughs> Excellent. Like yes, Joe. You're cur- I, shame on me. <laughs> red flag for the. I'm throwing my own red flag. Joe has gone under the hood for a view, and he's right. They would not do that. They would just use the FISA court to spy on him. Well, go. kudos, Joe. Well done, buddy. Well done. Now, our, <laughs> gosh, I'm this. This is stacked. Oh, this, stacked. this sucks. A lot of people on the book signing line love stacked, huh. by the way. So, yeah, it does. It does. This, is like a, a, this is a stacked show of suck. Yeah, it does, and dude. I, but yeah. you have to know the I suck know. to know how we fight back. Showing you again what kind of frauds these people are. Elizabeth Warren, Joe, now the front runner ah, for the Democrat is. nomination. You know her, Joe. She's a big anti-corruption fighter, right? Yeah. You know, fake Indian Elizabeth yeah. Warren. She wants to go after big companies. She's going to drain the swamp. She doesn't like political influence, lobbying, any of that stuff. Well, this entrepreneurial reporter who put on Twitter asked her a question at a rally and said, you know, Elizabeth Warren, let me ask you a question. If the vice president's kid was appointed to a corporate board, you know, you hate corporations and everything. You don't like political influence. While he was the vice president and was being investigated, um, would your new policies, anti-corruption policies apply to that? Listen to this phony, fake Indian Elizabeth Warren. Listen to her answer. And again, you'll see what a total, complete, utter fraud Elizabeth Warren is. Check this out. Could you say whether or not under a Warren administration, would your vice president's child be allowed to serve on a board of a foreign company? No. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have to go back and look at the details. Do you think plan. there could be a problem? I, I have to go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even answer the question. She's in a panic. She, what happened there? Let Joe, let's decipher. Dokes, decipher. Let's get the Rosetta Stone out, okay? Right. What happened there? She hears about the, first she hears just the case. Would you let your son, if you're vice president, your vice president's son, serve on the board of a company It was being investigated, basically? She goes, no. And then in her head, Joe, what happens? Uh-huh. She, she quickly <laughs> figures out this question's about Biden. Yeah. Oh, wait. wait. Oh, she's like, time out. Time out. Hey, soccer card. Red oh, flag. Red, red flag. Oh. Time out. Hold on. Yeah, red card. We had to whip out the record. She's like, wait, wait. This is about a Democrat. No, no, I'm not sure. I have to look at <laughs> Again, what about ism? What about your principles? You just told us your principles are you don't like corporate corruption and cronyism. But when you find out in your head, you quickly catch yourself that it's about a Democrat. All of a sudden, you change your mind. <laughs> Greatest cut on Twitter <sighs> today. That Best thing I've seen good, yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah. Total, complete phonies. All right. So wrapping up section three of the show, which is the Democrats are frauds on this. The first part of the show, of course, was setting up that the whole case against Trump is fraudulent. Let's look at this piece at right scoop. So the lawyer for the whistleblower slam slash uh, deep state political hit job on Donald Trump. Oh, right scoop, September 24, 2019. Joe, stunning. No. The attorney for Ukraine whistleblower turns out to be a former Schumer and Hillary Clinton oh. staffer. Astonishing. This is a surprise. Simply, Joe, how shocking. <laughs> Paula, bring up Joe. Joe, can we see your shock face? Show us how shocked Joe is simply, I, uh, completely, totally. Show us Joe. Come on, show us your shock face. There. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> okay, thank you. Joe, 
Joe Shockman, he's astonished. He can't do it. He's huh? he's in utter amazement that the lawyer for Hillary, the, a lawyer associated with Hillary and Chuck Schumer, is now representing the uh -huh. whistleblower. Amazing how that. Yeah. Again, you think these people would be smarter, right? Pick a nonpartisan lawyer so it at least seems or lends the appearance that this isn't a political hit job. Joe, they don't even care. No. Joe, why do you think they don't care? Because the media is not going to report any of this. There you go. The right scoop and actual journalists that are that are conservative but do the right thing are going to report on it. That's why they don't care. They don't care at all. All right. Now. You ready? For the coup de grace. This is going to get delicious. What are they really hiding? And what the hell was Donald Trump doing bringing up CrowdStrike in the call with the Ukrainian president? Don't you go anywhere. Last sponsor of the day. Got their shirt on. Yeah. One of my faves. Bravo Company Manufacturing. Ladies and gentlemen, you in the market for a rifle out there? Well, listen, if you're in the market for a sporting rifle, don't go to Bravo Company. Like, what? They're a sponsor. Why? That's not what they do. Bravo Company Manufacturing makes the finest, precision-oriented, life-saving rifles you will find anywhere out there. You're in, it's not a sporting arms company. I can't say that enough. You want that? You got to go elsewhere. You want a rifle that is going to perform under the most stressful conditions. When you need it most, God forbid, to save the life of yourself, someone in your family, you're, these, are, these rifles are made for police officers, they're made for military personnel, and they are made for civilians who want to purchase a rifle or a pistol that is going to function when it's not a paper target and you're in a situation you don't want to be in, but you may need to save the life of yourself or others. I can't say this enough. They manufacture life-saving equipment when they make their rifles. They're made by hand. They're made in Heartland, Wisconsin. If you are in the market for a life-saving piece of equipment, one of their rifles, you are doing yourself a disservice if you don't check out Bravo Company by visiting Bravo Company MFG, like manufacturing for short, Bravo Company MFG.com. Learn about their people. Learn about their products. They are manufactured by hand to a life-saving standard in the great state of Wisconsin. Folks, go to their YouTube channel if you want to see more youtube.com slash bravo company US, usa bcm bravo company manufacturing's always put people before their products they feel it's their moral responsibility at bravo company manufacturing to provide tools that will not fail the end user when it's not just a paper target but god forbid someone coming to do them harm when a rifle leaves their shop they assume it will be used in a life or death situation these are precision this is precision equipment this is a life-saving company made to life-saving equipment. They are fantastic. I have two of them. I cannot recommend them highly enough. And a couple of my friends who were in prior jobs with me love this equipment too. Go to bravocompanymfg.com. That's bravocompanymfg.com. It is well worth your time. Okay. Get ready. What are they really hiding, ladies and gentlemen? Well, let's go to the transcript of the call. First, and I want to see there's a specific word highlighted when I say the call. I have a transcript of the phone call between the president, obviously President Trump, 
and the new Ukrainian president. This is the transcript that was where the alleged quid pro quo that never happened was made. Well, now we can read the transcript. And by the way, the Democrat talking points, it's not a transcript. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the most accurate recollection of the call based on professionals who took the, unless you're telling us they're lying and are willing to go on the record and subpoena them too, you're just full of crap, okay? Here's a copy of the transcript. There's an interesting word here. So here's Donald Trump talking to the president. I want to read this line to you. I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I'd like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. I have CrowdStrike highlighted there for those of you watching on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe and check it out. It's free. Sometimes it's a little easier to follow on video. Why do I have CrowdStrike highlighted there? I received well over 100 emails from people saying, I'm confused. Why would Donald Trump bring up CrowdStrike? All right. Well, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. This is all about a guy named Victor Pinchuk. Now, if you read book two, Exonerated, and book one, Spygate, you may know all this. But don't worry. In the next 10 minutes, I'm going to sum it up and give you a little uh, code breaker lesson here about what's really going on. Wait, you just said it was about CrowdStrike. How does this relate to Victor Pinchuk? Hang tight, folks. We're getting there. Let's go to screenshot number one. So who sits on the advisory board of this place called the Atlantic Council? How does the Atlantic Council relate to CrowdStrike? Follow me here. So this is a piece. It's from 2018. It'll be up in the show notes today. Bongino.com. Subscribe to the email list. I'll email you. I always put a lot of older articles in there, too, because they're evergreen and they apply now by our good friend, the fantastic Jeff Carlson. When he was writing at the market's work, it's called Victor Pinchuk, the Clintons and endless connections. Takeaway number one, Victor Pinchuk has a very close relationship. Victor Pinchuk, who happens to be Ukrainian. Again, we'll tie this to CrowdStrike in a moment, sits on the board of the Atlantic Council, as Jeff Carlson reports in the piece, quote, in addition to being a Clinton Foundation donor, don't worry, Joe, has nothing to do with it. Victor Pinchuk is also on the International Advisory Board of the Atlantic Council a NATO-aligned American think tank specializing in the field of international affairs. So we have Pinchuk connected to the Atlantic Council. How does this get to CrowdStrike? Well, we'll get that too. So uh, takeaway number two from Jeff Carlson's piece, who else is associated with the Atlantic Council? Victor Pinchuk sits on the board of Victor Pinchuk, a very wealthy Ukrainian. Oh, Dmitry Alperovich, who happens to be the CEO of CrowdStrike that investigated the hacking of the DNC servers. He is a non-resident senior fellow at the Atlantic Council. The FBI, remember, was refused access to independently examine the DNC service. Interestingly, Alperovich's bio appears to have been disabled. Hmm. Oh, you may have to listen to this twice, but I'm going to do my best to simply create a little network in your head. Victor Pinchuk is a wealthy Ukrainian. Victor Pinchuk sits on the board of the Atlantic Council. Also on the board of the Atlantic Council is the CEO of CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike is the company that was given access to analyze the DNC servers that Democrats in the media allege were hacked by the Russians. Now, some of you listening may be hearing this for the first time. If you're new listeners say, no, Dan, that's not possible. It was the FBI that analyzed the Democrat National Committee servers and said that the Russians hacked them. Um, No, not true. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI never got a hold of the servers. You know, now that's a fact. Mm -hmm. I, I, I. There's nothing more I could. It's just a fact. They relied on an independent analysis by CrowdStrike. Wait, what? Yes. 
CrowdStrike. By the way, who have people working there who have associations that are suspect as well. Why would the FBI rely on the word of a third party and not just do the analysis themselves? Ladies and gentlemen, because maybe the whole allegation that the Russians hacked the DNC didn't stand on as firm a ground as we thought it did. And if the FBI went in there, they would have had to say something under oath that wasn't true. So they'll just say, oh, they said it. The the uh, You following mm-hmm. me, Joe? Yeah, yeah. CrowdStrike said it. Yeah. Hey, guys, you want to look at it yourself? No, no, we're good with what they mm-hmm. said. Well, what was the problem? CrowdStrike had to dial back its own conclusions that the Russians were the ones who hacked the DNC because they based it on a faulty analysis. They compared the footprint of the DNC hack, Joe, mm-hmm. to a footprint on a prior hack of a Ukrainian military app. Follow me here. Okay. It's a little complicated. That hack of the Ukrainian military app, which was allegedly conducted by the Russians, didn't happen, folks. Hmm. So CrowdStrike saying, we know the Russians hacked the DNC. We looked at the DNC servers because it looks exactly like this hack by the Russians of this Ukrainian military app. What's the problem? That hack didn't happen. Okay. CrowdStrike had to dial all that back. CrowdStrike CEO sits on the Atlantic Council where Pinchuk is on their board of advisors. It all ties into the Atlantic Council, folks. They all know each other. Well, who else joined the Atlantic Council right after she left the uh, Obama administration? Wow, our good friend Evelyn Farkas. Isn't that crazy? Here we go. If you're watching on the YouTube, Atlantic Council, February 19, 2016. Former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense Evelyn Farkas joins the Atlantic Council as a non-resident senior fellow. I don't get it, Dan. Who's Evelyn Farkas? Oh, you remember her from that great clip on MSNBC? Yeah. When she goes on MSNBC and says, hey, um, you know, we knew all this information about the (laughs) Russians colluding with Trump and all that stuff, and we fed it up to people on the Hill because we were afraid Trump was going to get rid of it. The problem is the information was fake. Wow, that's awfully convenient. She's at the Atlantic Council, too, where CrowdStrike has uh, an association and where this major Ukrainian donor, Viktor Pinchuk, who's also a major Clinton donor, also seems to have an affiliation. You starting to figure out where Donald Trump, who's two and three steps ahead mm-hmm. of the media nuts who don't know any of this or just go like this, why he would bring up CrowdStrike mm-hmm. in a conversation about Ukrainians like Pinchuk? Who else did the Atlantic Council partner up with? So we now have a wealthy Ukrainian connected to the Clintons who sits on the Atlantic Council with the CEO of the company that told us that the Russians hacked the DNC. The same Atlantic Council populated by Obama acolytes and collusion hoaxers. Who else did the Atlantic Council partner up with? This one is going to scramble your eggs. Let's check out this little partnership the Atlantic Council has. Oh, Zlachevsky's Burisma and Atlantic Council signed cooperative agreement, KievPost.com, January 19, 2017. Wait, 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 wait. This can't be true. So Joe Biden's kid, Hunter, gets a lucrative contract with the Ukrainian natural gas company, Burisma which is later under investigation for potential corruption. He gets the gig after Biden visits Ukraine. 
The New York Times thinks it's fishy and then walks it all back when there's a political penalty. Then Burisma later partners with the same Atlanta Council where the CrowdStrike CEO is a member who tells us that the Russians hacked the DNC without any evidence from the FBI. Mm -hmm. Later walks that back. The Atlantic Council, where this bigwig Ukrainian who donates to the Clinton Foundation also sits. Paula, I need a second opinion, even though you're furious right now. Is this making sense? Thank you. She doesn't sound as mad at me now. Yes. I may be misreading that. I'll find out after the show. I'll update you all tomorrow. Nothing secret on this show. Stay tuned. So, (laughs) just to be clear, everybody thinks Trump's an idiot. Oh, he mentioned CrowdStrike. What is that, a conspiracy theory? No, he's just about 65 steps ahead of you idiots. Not my listeners. I'm talking to the media. CrowdStrike sits on the Atlantic Council populated by noted anti-Trumpers and collusion hoaxers. Atlantic Council had partnered with Burisma, the same company, Burisma, that hired Joe Biden's kid that was under investigation. The same charge they're all trying to make go away now by leaking information about Trump's call with this Ukrainian to make this Ukraine scandal about CrowdStrike, the Atlantic Council, Pinchuk, and others about Donald Trump. They're doing the look squirrel theory. (laughs) This is what happened. Let me just walk you through. And I'm not even done yet. I got a couple more things to get to. I'm almost done. Ladies and gentlemen, someone is sitting around a room in the anti-Trump brigade trying to protect Obama and Biden and the legacy of the Democrat Party. Somebody. They clearly, and I don't want, it's it's not a puppet master. I say that in both of my books. People. Are clearly have a vested interest in sweeping away the corruption because why? They don't want to go to jail. It's that simple. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's a simple explanation. So they're clearly in a room, Joe, going, how do we make this Hunter Biden stuff go away? Because there's potential jail time here. How do we make the FBI, their, 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 their upper level hackery, they didn't investigate the servers, this collusion thing. How do we make all this malfeasance go away? Well, I have an idea. Someone throws out the idea. Let's make sure whenever Ukraine is mentioned that we make it about Donald Trump, just like they did about their. Remember, Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians. We already know Mm -hmm. that her husband got speaking fees from the Russians. We know her main source, Christopher Steele, for the dossier she paid for, got his information from Russians. Now, for as devious as it was, Joe, it was brilliant. How did they make that scandal about Trump? They said, don't pay attention to that. Trump colluded with the Russians and the sycophantic bootlicking media picked it right up. Ladies and gentlemen, as I lay out my second book, this is all the plan. The virtues, the sin, to quote Tucker Carlson, whenever a collusion slams the Democrats and the cojones, all they do is blame the Republicans for it. And the bootlicking suck ass media picks it right up. No, Trump colluded with the Ukrainians. This is what they're hiding. Ladies and gentlemen, this Pinchuk guy is knee deep in all of this. Now, how do I know they're hiding it? Pinchuk, the council, the council, the anti-Trumpers, the council and CrowdStrike, CrowdStrike with the narrative that the DNC was hacked by the Russians, then connecting the hack to Trump. This is all these people all know each other. 
Let's go to this Washington Examiner piece. Again, from a little while ago, but totally evergreen. Sarah Westwood, August 24, 2016. Emails show Clinton denied, then met with Ukrainian donor. <laughs> Ukraine, Trump, don't pay attention to the Clinton stuff. Let's go to screenshot number one from that piece. What are they hiding? Emails made public Tuesday, this is again from a while ago, show a Ukrainian businessman and major Clinton Foundation donor was invited to Hillary Clinton's home during the final year of her diplomatic tenure. Despite her spokesman's insistence, Joe, in 2014, that the donor, Pinchuk, mm -hmm. never crossed paths with Clinton while she served as Secretary of State. Wow. Invited her Pinchuk to the House, but now all of a sudden they don't know him? Going back to the piece. Part, yeah, here you go. Victor Pinchuk, who has given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation, appeared on the guest list that was sent between Dennis Chang, an executive at the foundation, and Huma Abedin, then Clinton's deputy chief of staff at the State Department, ahead of a June 2012 dinner. Oh, what do you mean? How's he on the invite list? He was hosted at Clinton's home. I thought they don't know him, Joe. Mm -hmm. I thought the Clintons don't know Pinchuk. Mm. Well, let's go to the email from Nick Merrill. This is really cool. Part number two from the Washington Examiner piece. Amid scrutiny of Clinton's ties to Pinchuk, Pinchuk, Atlanta Council, CrowdStrike, DNC, Hack, Ukraine, Trump did it. Amid scrutiny of Clinton's ties to Pinchuk in 2014, the Democratic nominee spokesman Nick Merrill said Pinchuk had never met with Clinton during that time. He told the New York Times, quote, that from January 1st, 2009 to February 1st, 2013, the Ukrainian businessman was never on her schedule. Wow. Isn't that special? Yeah, it's just he was on the dinner invite list, but was never on the schedule. The dinner invite, she just wasn't home, Joe. It was a dinner at Clinton's house. Nice it was hosted by, uh, by P. Diddy. Yeah, Clinton wasn't there. It was an Airbnb. They rented it and Victor Pinchuk just showed up. <laughs> Why are they hiding that? Why did Bob Mueller's team, by the way, I didn't even include this, Paul. I'm sorry. This, I could have gone down this road too. Why did Bob Mueller's team then target Donald Trump for his relationship with Pinchuk? Remember Donald Trump gave a speech overseas. He was paid $100,000 something to give a speech and it was at Pinchuk's request. Hmm. Nothing illegal at all about that. Remember they investigated Trump for that with Pinchuk? Why, folks? Hook. Squirrel, Trump, Pinchuk, Trump, Ukraine. Pay no attention to Pinchuk, the Clintons, Ukraine, the Atlantic Council, CrowdStrike, Clinton Foundation donations. Shh. Pinchuk's operation with a company that may have been involved with some sanctions violations or dealings when Mrs. Clinton was Secretary of State. Shh. Ukrainians giving information to Alexandra Chalupa, who left the DNC. Fake information on Paul Manafort to get a FISA warrant to spy on Trump. Shh. Key Ukrainians giving information to Nellie Orr, whose husband works at the Justice Department, used to target Donald Trump. Shh. Trump did it. Let's wrap this show up with the cherry on top. So one more. Joe Biden's kid gets a nice little position 
worth a fortune to sit on a Ukrainian natural gas company as Joe Biden's designated the point man for Ukraine. Conveniently, his son gets the job right after Biden pops in for a little soiree in Ukraine. Prosecutor in Ukraine starts looking into this deal, determines these natural gas contracts for Hunter Biden's company may not look so good. Joe Biden's on tape telling bragging about asking that that prosecutor Shokin, Shokin, mm-hmm. Shokin, remember the name, Shokin be fired. He's on tape suggesting the prosecutor Shokin investigating his kid be fired. Let's check out this Atlantic piece about Shokin. Mm. Atlantic Council, by their experts, Tuesday, March 29, 2016, Shokin's revenge. Ukraine's odious prosecutor general fires honest deputy before Parliament sacks him. So the same Atlantic Council, populated by Clinton acolytes, Clinton donors, The company that disingenuously stated without conclusive evidence that the Russians hacked the DNC and blamed it on Trump after the FBI refused to look at that Atlantic Council, populated by all those people, then comes out and calls the prosecutor investigating Joe Biden's skin, celebrates the fact that the prosecutor, Shokin, was fired and takes a victory lap in one of their pieces. After they partner up with Burisma, the company that hired Joe Biden's kid. Get it? Trump did it. Don't look over there, folks. Trump did it all. You are a sucker if you fall for Spygate Part 2. This is a hoax on steroids. All right, folks, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. We're trying to get 300,000 subscribers. Um, It's all free. You can also subscribe to the show on audio and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, SoundCloud. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for making my book top 10 for the third or fourth straight day on Amazon. Exonerated the failed takedown of Donald Trump. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And hope to see you at the Vero Beach Book Center um, tonight. What is it, 6 o'clock, Paula? 6 o'clock. I hope to see you all there. So thanks for the support. Spread this show around. It's important. See you later. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.